0: Hello and welcome to Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangelo Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed.
1: Thank you for joining this podcast. Our main text today. Is taking from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13 to 23.
0: When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene.
1: Let us pray. Loving God, I thank you today for yet another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world through this medium of podcast. And Lord, I ask today that as many that will listen to this word that will come through this podcast, you will bless. And as many God that are going through troubles, even though they have given their life to you, I pray that you comfort them too. More importantly, I pray that as we progress into the year 2020, I ask that your mercy will be available to us. Give us strength and wisdom, O God, to continue to serve you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. Greetings from Southport, England. And welcome back from Christmas holiday for those of you who went on holidays. This year's Christmas, I decided to deal with the theme of God moving into the neighborhood, as John puts it in John chapter 1 verse 14. It was in the anticipation that we will consider the Christmas story from a slightly different angle so that the celebration of Christmas will not be about the usual activities that has increasingly become the hallmark of the festival, but also a season of genuine reflection on the reason God Came down in Christ Jesus. Now that Christmas is behind us, at least for 2019, the title of this podcast is Where is God After Christmas? Where is God After Christmas? So far, Matthew's gospel has led us into a deeper understanding about the Christ child. But it seems that readers of his gospel who are serious thinkers or considering to surrender to God may be left to wonder about the development around the Christ child. The Bible, as you would agree, is an enigma which I hope that my kind will be able to understand fully when we finally reunite with Jesus Christ. But for now, we will depend on the text available to us and the illumination of the Holy Spirit to understand in part. Because we know in part Having said that, there are some important lessons to learn from our key passage today as we tag along. Our key passage today in Matthew chapter 2 verse 13 to 23 has been showing us two aspects of the story. First, the problem of evil and how God was preserving and protecting Jesus because he was a child of purpose the second one is the actions and character of joseph one of the reasons why this passage is so important to us in this century is the way we have sometimes been told that once we become christians everything will be all right Many of us buy this kind of gospel, the gospel of prosperity, the gospel of no uh, ill health at all. Not that anything is wrong with believing on those kind of gospel, but when it becomes the center character of our faith, then the problem becomes even more. They said we will be in good health, we will live abandoned life and that misfortune will not befall us if we are truly walking in the spirit. But if you are unfortunate enough to have any tribulation, then it must be a direct reflection of your spiritual condition. As plausible as this thinking may be, our text today seems to discredit such notion as we see clearly the trouble in the life of the special family of joseph and mary and more importantly in the life of the christ child most of us have often asked or heard this question why does bad things happen to good people if indeed as we claim to serve an all-loving and an all-powerful god then he would not permit evil around us and if god has the power to do all things then he will deploy it to protect us by all means but brothers and sisters in reality you and I know that that is not always the case because we see evil prevailing all around us on a daily basis. So then, where is God in all of this? Where is God after Christmas? While we may not have the answers to all these questions, We know that the book of Job is filled with this type of questions. Job chapter 7 verse 20 says this. If I have sinned, what have I done to you? You who see everything we do. Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Here, we see clearly Job questioning God about his condition. In other words, he's saying, God, why am I suffering like this? And on and on, he goes. Now, in the New Testament also, we see the struggle of the Apostle Paul. You find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. And he says this, But to keep me from being puffed off, with pride because of the many wonderful things I saw. I was giving a painful physical ailment which acted as Satan's messenger to beat me and keep me from being proud. Three times I prayed to the Lord about this and asked him to take it away but his answer was my grace is all you need for my power is greatest when you are weak i am most happy then to be proud of my weaknesses in order to feel the protection of christ's power over me i am content with weaknesses insults hardship persecution and difficulties for christ's sake For when I am weak, then I am strong. Brothers and sisters, neither Job nor brother Paul appear to have received the answers they wanted. Instead, they learned a simple lesson of life and that is to trust and to obey. These lessons, my friends, you and I can learn today. We can do well to learn this lesson ourselves.
0: This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguce. God bless you. Keep listening.
1: It becomes even more confusing when it comes to the Christ child as we cannot but to ask why would God take all the trouble to spend thousands of years on prophecy, disrupt some innocent people's well-laid-out plan to get married, take the trouble for the Christ child to be born, cause some gift-bearing astrologers from the East to travel a long distance to acknowledge and to worship the Christ child, only to have the family of the newborn flee from a tyrant Herod. Yet again, there are sufficient lessons here for us. And that is the whole point I'm trying to make. Where is God after Christmas? Where is God when all of these things happen? Part of the lesson is that we are not called to know detail by detail how God works through the word. For example, we may attempt to work out scientifically how some natural and man-made disasters happen. But the reason why they are allowed at all to happen are still in God's purview and therefore... We must give thanks in those circumstances. By so doing, we are totally submitting and abandoning ourselves to his will and trusting in his righteous judgment. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says this, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So, when we do not understand what is happening in our lives or what has happened to us, as Christians, as children of God, who have totally submitted ourselves to God, we need to be able to come to that place to give thanks even in those circumstances. That way, we know that we are totally submitting to the will of God. This is because god created all of us in his own image and he knows each and every one of us nothing happened without his knowledge all we need is the grace to be able to follow this is why when we ask for patience what we get is tribulation because it's out of tribulation we can be tested our patience can be tested now in some 148 he said to us in verse 13 and 14. It said Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of his faithful servant of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. Here you see, The psalmist is inviting all of God's creation, including angels and we humans of all status, kings and servants, to come and acknowledge God in all his splendor. That's what we are called to do. That's why we are created, not for our own benefit, for the benefit of the living God, who alone is worthy of our praises, who alone is worthy of our worship. That is the reason we are called in the first place. So when we find ourselves in situation, when we find ourselves in the midst of the problem of evil, why good things happen to bad people, why bad things happen after Christmas, then we can be rest assured that God is aware of this. For Mary and Joseph, the real trouble began when they thought peace had eventually arrived. You know, when a woman is pregnant, there's an anticipation that the baby will will come. And then the trouble surrounding pregnancy and all that would come and go as soon as the baby is born. The family returns back to normal life. But no, for this couple, when they thought everything was settling down, then there came the word of the Lord after the Magi left. The Bible says, when they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Previously, God who guided the wise men by the star and now he revealed to them that they must not return to Herod as they promised him because of his evil intention. You find this in Matthew chapter 2 verse 12. Because the wise men or the Magi failed to return to Herod, Herod was so infuriated because the Magi broke diplomatic protocol by disobeying him and obeyed God instead. From Herod's perspective, the Magi made a fool of him, so he lost control of his emotions to his irrational hatred and fear. However, in his obsession to remain relevant, he failed to even consider the possibility of the parent of his imagined rival fleeing the area, instead he went on to execute his evil machination to commit ridiculous mass murder of innocent babies in the place of the one baby he could not kill. It is also worth remembering that the killing of Of those children in Bethlehem was not God's idea nor his anger instead those decisions were the result of Herod's misjudgment and jealousy on his heart but again we must not forget that it is because of sin in the heart of man that Jesus Christ came in the first place Joseph was giving a clear instruction to follow. Where to go? He was asked to go to Egypt. When to go? He was asked to leave immediately. How long for? He was to stay there until further notice. The angel of the Lord was very clear with the message and Joseph was faithful and obedient to God because Joseph believed it was for his own good to obey God's plan. Brothers and sisters, it is always in our best interest to obey God's plan. Joseph obeyed God and moved quickly to Egypt to get away from the threat from Herod. We need to take note also that every time... An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream with instruction. He always acted without question, mainly because he was clear about the source and the identity of the angel and the task he was commissioned to carry out for the Lord. We see this happen in Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 to 25 when he planned secretly to discontinue uh, his engagement to Mary. Joseph never entered into any argument with the angel. Always he obeyed. And these are some of the things we can learn from the character of Joseph and how God preserved them. If you are the type of person that continues to argue all the time, then sometimes you are going to miss what God is saying to you. As I bring this message to a conclusion, may I encourage you today that in spite of the darkness that encapsulates the world we live in, it is so refreshing to know that God is with us, even after christmas because herod could not do the baby jesus anything in the same way nothing evil shall happen to you so long as you are in the perfect or permissive will of god also note that from birth of jesus christ to the cross we see the manifestation of the violence against him again the good news is that jesus christ overcame the darkness with the light of his love God's word said in John chapter 1 verse 5 the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome so the question is could God be calling you today about your new task for 2020 is God commissioning you into a new but difficult task no matter how difficult. So long as God is with you, regardless of the challenges you may face in the process of obeying God, it will be all right at the end of the day. Brothers and sisters, whatever God may be calling you to do, may you, like Joseph, answer that call without hesitation. Finally, we must never forget That God is at work. And how God walked through these ugly events, regardless of the abnormalities involved, God's purpose was fulfilled in the life of Jesus Christ, in the life of Mary, in the life of Joseph. And God's purpose will be fulfilled in your life too, in the year of the Lord 2020. God bless you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you once again for as many that has tuned into this podcast, downloaded it, and listened to it. I pray God that they will find you in their affairs in 2020 and beyond father like paul the apostle give them grace and mercy to follow you and lord jesus christ i know that you came to save that which is lost help us god to be what you have always intended us to be and i seal this prayer in the precious name of jesus christ amen